Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, where performance is driven by original fundamental research on a global scale. This is Putnam Today. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. For a couple of years, the question has been pretty simple. When is the economic news going to get better? Well, how's Friday morning? Is that good for you? Three days from now. Today on the broadcast, what you ought to know before then. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Monsanto, committed to sustainable agriculture and creating hybrid and biotech seeds designed to increase crop yields and conserve natural resources. More at ProduceMoreConserveMore.com. And by Citrix, offering GoToMyPC, providing remote access to a Mac or a PC from anywhere. More at GoToMyPC.com slash market. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. Good to have you with us on this Tuesday, everybody. It is the 30th of March today. The American economy is this grinding mishmash of parts. Nothing happens in it that doesn't affect something else. So I want you to bear that in mind as I run down where we are economy-wise as we approach the end of the first quarter of 2010. Consumer confidence is up, and we have all been spending more the past few months. Housing is kind of eh. To be honest, a key index out today, the S&P Case-Shiller Price Survey, showed prices are up, but the rate of increase is slowing. The rebound in the housing market is slowing, that is. And jobs. The labor market has been getting less bad for a number of months now. And when the March unemployment report comes out Friday morning, a lot of people expect we will finally see some significant hiring. So, what happens next? Marketplace's Jeremy Hobson has that story from New York. Get ready for a new phrase to describe what we're experiencing. Here's Mark Zandi, the chief economist at Moody's Analytics. The economic recovery is making a transition to a self-sustaining economic expansion. A self-sustaining economic expansion. Sounds pretty good. But he says it's a long road back to the top. We've lost 8.4 million jobs. The unemployment rate is close to 10%. People's uh, net worth is much lower than it was. I mean, it's going to take a number of years to get back to where we were before uh, we got into this mess. Still, Zandi doesn't anticipate a double-dip recession. Neither does Liz Ann Saunders, the chief investment strategist at Charles Schwab. But she has her own concerns. You still have to keep an eye on, and I think a lot of investors and consumers are, the fact that we really haven't solved the debt problem in this country. We really just shifted it from individuals who are starting to pay down that debt to the public sector, in other words, government debt. Much of which is related to the problem that led us into this ditch, the housing market. Dana Saporta is a senior economist at Stone and McCarthy Research Associates. She says that one uplifting home price survey we had today is just that one uplifting survey. Housing really still is a mixed picture. We have housing starts very low, uh, home sales are remaining difficult, and we have so many foreclosures still coming down the pike that we expect a lot of these uh, fire-priced homes to come on the market and drive prices down further. Now, they say economics is the dismal science, but this is ridiculous. Why can't these economists just admit that things are looking good? I asked Ronald McNeil, the dean of the business school at the University of Illinois Springfield. When you're in the money, you can make mistakes and get away with it. The degrees of freedom are greater. But when you're not quite in the money, caution, care, all of that goes into the mix. And McNeil says all he has to do is look at the Illinois state capital out his window 
to know we're not quite in the money yet. In New York, I'm Jeremy Hobson for Marketplace. I'll tell you who is in the money, though. Shipping companies, that's who. I saw a report from a firm in Singapore the other day saying container volumes, that, that is how much stuff it's moving, is up more than a third from a year ago. And they're raising prices, too. Bloomberg News reported this morning that ports in Asia are so busy they're clogged with ships waiting to load up. Bloomberg says shipping companies can't keep up with increasing consumer demand here and in Europe. Market Police's Elisa Roth says that is true as far as it goes. For the last two years, Americans have been buying less. So manufacturers have been making less and retailers have been stocking less. Craig Sherman works for the National Retail Federation, a trade association.